ready in 5532 Super pumped. Listen, y'all. Oh, the little boy sold out already? Never mind. That's crazy. I didn't even plug it. Okay, well, it looks like all my shows are sold out that I was going to plug today. No idea. In the little boy in Austin. And then, uh, um, oh, Helium. I just added one night in Barfalo, New York, Judork, Barfalo at Helium Comedy Club September 6th. And then I head up to Toronto. Um, September 7th. So you got to get those tickets now and I'm, they're going to go really fast. I may add another one because it's doing really well. Winnipeg, almost gone September 8th. And then I do Comedy Vox downtown Denver, September 14th through 16th. And then I go back to Shark Lake Titties Puta for Wise Guys, October 13th and 14th. I just love all these cities coming up. I cannot be more excited um, with stand up right now. It's just the best. It's the best. Listen, I know everybody here is still reeling from the excitement of the Sisters of Mercy concert. I know you guys were all there on Saturday. Uh, how much fun was it to wear your goth clothes and like just see all the other fat old goths? It was it was amazing, right? No? Okay. Yeah, it was great. So I just love the Sisters of Mercy, uh, one of the great goth bands. And I'm sure they listen to this podcast, so I don't want to be too hypercritical of the lead singer. But man, let me tell you, they they changed. They, you know what I Well, first of all, let's back it up. I had a blast. I had a blast. One thing I might recommend to any mom is like just remember fun. Like I know it's so hard because fun is like the first thing that leaves your life when you're a parent, especially a mother cuz you're just on 24/7. And now that my kids are like four, almost five and seven, I have freedom and oh, it's like so much better. And I've been planning these outings with my friends and Adam Egit, who's been on this show, my best friend Shauna and her husband Jimmy and I, we went to see the Sisters of Mercy, which again, I know very popular gothic band. You guys are probably all familiar with their material. I was, a, I was to say like all in all, decent show. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't play all their hits. Okay. They were playing some really esoteric stuff and as a fan I wanted to just hear the hits especially because they're an older band it's like they're doing like an older thing and so that was a little disappointing but overall if you're looking to see a good goth show there you go um what was really cool is just to be around all the stupid not stupid but all the stuff that I liked as a teenager it's so cool to get to relive your adolescence again and um so sean and i of course dressed up i'm going to go to my instagram account and i'll show you guys how we looked for the show it was pretty rad um i decided to go a little against the green for a typical goth night like i wore a black dress but then i wore a white jacket over it because i think the key to like revisiting your youth is now you're older and you've got a little more money and you want to like buy the dope version of the thing you were into. You don't want to wear Doc Martens. You want to wear, you know, Versace's or like 
whatever the higher end version is. So here we are. <laughs> We're deliberately trying to look cool, just so you guys know. <laughs> um, my husband could not be more mortified and embarrassed by me. Um, I for, I initially wanted him to come, and then at the day of, I gave him permission not to, and I think he was okay with that. Um, yeah, I'm glad he didn't because he would have just been miserable. But it it was fun. It's fun to see how like oh my god, all the goths my age are just so fat now. Everybody's so fat and old and squished into their latex and so good. And you guys, I got crazy. Like I had three glasses of white wine. Fucking hammered. And I don't know if you've ever tried Nicorette gum, but Adam chews it. And I was so desperate for a piece of gum, I chewed it and I was like, whoa, I was blown away. It's intense. Have you chewed it? I've not. I'm just a classic cigarette smoker. You've never tried? Has anyone tried Nicorette? I have. Um, How did you feel about that? Oh, it gives you a buzz, that's for sure. Yeah, it was so spicy in my mouth, too. I was like, I think I'm going to vomit. Like, I actually, because I was drunk on top of taking it. That's the thing. You can't mix your vices. You got to choose one. And so I was loaded, and I took this nicorette, and it just shot in the back of my throat, like this spicy, hot, burning. Like, my throat's even doing it right now, just thinking about it. Is that what it normally feels like to smokers? There's a specific way you're supposed to chew that gum. I don't know oh. if you knew that. Oh, or if you were just chewing it like normal gum. Yeah, I was chewing it like normal gum. Yeah, you're supposed to like chomp on it a little bit and then stick it in your between your gums and your cheek. Like dip? Yeah. Oh my God, Adam did not tell me that. Yeah, I, I chewed it and it was like a chewels. Remember chewels gum or tidal wave? It was like you bit into it and then just like a wave of just hot spice came out of it. And I was like... Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. It was like the first time I took acid and I took two taps instead of one. I should have just taken one. I should have followed directions and I never fucking do. And I literally was like holding back the vomit. You know, I was like, I'm not going to do it because, you know, I have a severe phobia of vomiting. And I just kept swallowing. And I'm like, it'll be fine. And then my dumb dog brain was like, just keep chewing it. Just keep chewing. Like, I don't know why I didn't spit it out immediately. I was like, I'm going to power through this. Like a fucking retard. And then I finally did spit it out. So, yeah, so good to see my oldest, dearest friend. Sean and I have been friends since we were 14. Um, and like Jenny Pentland, she's been on the show. We've been friends since we were 13. It's just good to see your homies that you've grown up with because like you share a brain. It's very bizarre. Like those childhood friendships are so different than friendships you develop later in life. And I, I think it's because you literally are forming your brains together. So like all the jokes and all the the way you see the world, it's it's like you've co-created that space. It's so weird. So now like I have a level of comfortability with her and Jenny that I don't have with any other human being. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you guys have that? Yeah, like best friends. No, not well, deeper <laughs> than that. Like I'm talking like childhood shit, like gen- like 14, 13, where your brains are like forming together. Yeah. Well, it gets even trippier the older you get because, like, you value it even more when you're, like, you know, fucking mid-40s and you're, like, everybody sucks. I hate everything. And then you you see those people that just so get you and you so get them. And it's just, like, it's like a relief. It's like, oh, God, I'm home, you know? I don't know. No, totally. It's like the, the the type of person where you could not see or talk to each other for a couple of years, years. and then you just pick it up exactly where you yeah. left off. Yeah. 
it's the <laughs> like there I saw this meme that was like you know you're really really best friends with someone when you don't have pictures together and I was like yeah like aside from this I don't think Sean and I've taken a photo together in you know 20 years so it was pretty cool and then um also I know like going the totally opposite direction I saw the little mermaid with my kids yesterday from sisters of mercy to the little mermaid <laughs> and I mean, um, can I say spoiler alert before I won't give away? I mean, I read the plot's the same. They haven't changed I mean, the plot. It's brand new. <laughs> it's brand. It's brand. Not by the time this it drops. True, true, yeah. This comes out in July, so by then it'll be like everyone right, will know. It is a remake, yeah. If it's beat for beat the same, you go on. It's it's you want. pretty much beat for beat the same. For motherfuckers listening, yo, it's July. If you haven't seen this shit already, then you don't even love the Little Mermaid. Do you even know the Little Mermaid? So. Yeah, okay, so, okay, okay, let's go for it. Uh, Disney managed to crowbar every possible cultural uh, identity and responsible, you know, whatever, blah, blah. It's completely politically correct in every way. The girl that plays it was fantastic. She did a lovely job. The cast was great. Like, I'm, I'm great. Um, oh, special shout out to the sea witch, Melissa McCarthy. Holy mackerel, this broad is so funny and so good as Ursula, which is my favorite character in the thing anyways. And um, Aquafina, I almost vomited, who played the, uh, the, uh, the, the seagull. What's his fucking name? Peppy? I don't know. But you know what I mean? The seagull. <laughs> and she does a new song, which was fucking amazing she's really really talented she does a lot of these disney movies uh Aquafina, so she's really good so yeah they crowbarred all the fucking requisite identities and the only thing that wasn't represented and i'm a little upset there were no trans mermaids <laughs> no gays no trans talk about a, an ableist very ableist mermaid community no handicaps or fatsos but they did have like it was every race. I mean, literally, like, there's a scene in the air where it's like the UN of mermaids. Like, she's saying goodbye to her family. And it's like the little Chinese kid, the, the you know, the fucking, like, the sassy black mermaid, the fucking Latino mermaid. It's like, Jesus, we get it. We get it. It's a small world after all. I got it. I get it. I mean, they went so far as to make the prince that she falls in love with adopted so that his mother can be black. And you're like, all right, fine. But look, I'm here for it. I like difference. I think it's fine cultural, but it, it really was, it was so heavy handed that it sucked the joy right out of the movie. I think that was my issue is like, there's comedy in this. There was comedy. And now it's like, it really is a tale of a young woman who's, toxic masculinity her toxically masculine patriarchal father is holding her back from her passion <laughs> and then prince eric consensually kisses the girl you know it's like it's so <sighs> you're just like i get like can't we be joyful anymore like very little joy see look how heavy even the um the little mermaid and it's the dad and he's like i will oppress you <laughs> daughter it's all about her sticking it to the patriarchy. Yeah. I don't know. So that was a bummer. And then uh, my kids were like, this sucks. I'm like, I know. It's two hours, too. So Woof. it was hard to keep them sitting there. I had to feed them a lot of candy and shit. 
to get them to stay. I was uh, talking to someone about this the other day, and do you remember the the Cinderella remake in the '90s with like Brandy and Whitney Houston? And I don't know if I saw that. Was it good? Oh, that sounds familiar. I don't remember if it was good, but it, it's kind of like. What makes that? It didn't feel like they were shoehorning that stuff in back right. then. So I don't know what the difference is between like that and what they're doing now. So the crowbarring of fucking <laughs> cultural. So like they did it. They did it really well with Triton or yeah, the the king, right? The sea king. There they had every mermaid from every culture, and he 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 says, "Oh, my daughter's from the seven seas." So like that could make sense, right? Like one of your daughters is Asian. She's from whatever sea is in Asia. And then the blonde one's from, I don't know, some fucking Nordic sea. And then, you know what I mean? So that makes sense. But you're like, yeah, it's just a lot. Like, this is organically amazing. Like, you've got Whitney Houston, who's an amazing talent, and Brandy, like, together. That's that's banging. But, uh, yeah, and it was live action. It was it was fucking weird, dude. Yeah, Brandy's cool. Jason Alexander was in there. That's oh, the Jason. Yeah, it was, like, so culturally appropriate. Like, oh, my God, like, yeah, Grimsby is, like, Indian, and then the mother is black, and, like, it is, like, okay, cool, cool. That's how every family is, right? Like, who doesn't have a black mom and and an Indian? But you know what's ironic is that, like, I did growing up, and I'm like, where's my representation? Where's the Hungarian mother with an Indian husband? And a Canadian daughter, three Indian stepsisters. Where's my representation? It's in the Cinderella, nineteen ninety-seven. I know. The irony is, I was one of these weird families of like, where's my represent? But you know, yeah, everybody was my my fucking family was Indian. It's so funny, and I but I never thought like I I really need to see this. I need to see representation to feel okay about my my weird family. Whatever. Okay, so there you go. There's that. And then um, I posted this really cool thing. My, As you know, if you have a toddler, they will steal your phone and take awesome pictures of you and of the floor and of the ceiling and of your closet over and over and over again. So I thought I would share some super cool flattering photos that my four-year-old took of me. And it really went over well on the gram. Here's um, still number one. This is me. I just woke up. <laughs> Great hair, Jane. Great hair. I look, I've got gray hair when I wake up. Great hair. Shout out to Alan Martinez, my guy for 20 years. Um, Here I am just having coffee, chatting with my friends who are visiting. And what I like about this is it's nice and close, very flattering, and in mid-sentence, which is just what you want. Go ahead to the next one. Oh, even better. The expression is ambiguous, but you can see that I'm just starting to get annoyed with him taking pictures of me. It's a little bit of like, come on, fuck off, dude. And now the next down. God damn it, Julian. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's a horrible picture. Don't you love seeing horrible pictures of you? It's I laughed at this for so many minutes with my friend. Bad pictures are the fucking best, dude. And uh, back, every little bit dies it's, when I see one. <laughs> you what? Every little bit dies in me when I see oh, one. <laughs> really? I think yeah. it's hilarious. But I think any version of me where I see myself on camera, I'm like, ugh. I know. It's so hard to see yourself. That's why celebrities go crazy with like Botox and filler and surgery because you're people just are brutal to public figures, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is like back back when you would get photos developed 
you know, there's a few turds in the bunch like this. And like getting it physically printed back in the day, you're like, oh, my God. Like you just you throw it in the trash so fast. OK, let's look at it. And this is a bonus shot. That was cool. That one's the coolest one. I thought it's just like super, super close. <laughs> I'm in mid sentence. And it's got that cool side eye. The, uh, you know, where it looks like I'm go like I'm a blind person. It's really nice. So that was pretty rad. Um, yeah, that happened this weekend. And then I had a Pajitsky effect a while ago that I've been meaning to share with you guys. Um, let's bring up what the listeners have. Also, you guys submit your own Pajitsky effects. You know how I love these. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Pajitsky effect. 213-375-5184 to leave a voicemail. I fucking love these. I love finding out that the world is not as it seems. So for the longest time, God, this one's so embarrassing. Um, you know, when you get like a box of food or like a box or a can and it shows you like, for instance, go to like stovetop stuffing. I was looking at a box of like macaroni and cheese or stovetop. No, the actual product oh, like box. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> or just the packaging. And you know how it'll say serving suggestion? I thought it was always, they were like, you can serve it like this, like dripping with gravy, or you can serve it like this with celery cut up in it. Um, no, not like that. Like the actual photograph of the food, and it'll say serving suggestion. Well, do you guys know what serving suggestion means? What? But do you, what do you think serving suggestion means? Uh, like, click on that picture of the chicken one that says six servings. And then, like, does it say it on the little, the little font, the little type serving suggestion? Oh, my caution, God. Okay, but what do you think it means? Made. What do you think it means when they're, like, serving suggestion? Serving suggestion would be what? Like, how many servings right. one person like should be able serve to serve six people? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought <laughs> it was... You can serve it like this to look like this. Oh, like, like the cover? <laughs> oh, my God. That's brilliant. Like, you can make it look crunchy or drippy or, like, you can make it look the way we have it. You can put broccoli on the plate with it if you want. <laughs> That's a serving suggestion. So there's, so you think that there's six serving suggestions? There's six different ways you could prepare it? I don't know why I didn't, cor like, I didn't put that together. But I was just like, it's a serving suggestion. Like, we're suggesting you serve it this way, is how I read that my entire life. Until recently, I was like, oh, they're saying, like, this su su should suggest how much you eat of it at a given right. time. No, you no eat a clue. sixth of this box. No and clue. That's a suggestion. No clue. Zero clue my entire life. Until like a month ago when I discovered this. I mean, okay, let's see. So that's the, that's the serving, serving suggestion. That looks like way less than what's in the full box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like when you start looking at what a serving consists of, when you start dieting or whatever, you're like, oh, my God, I've been eating so much more. Right? Than when I'm supposed you're like sometimes, serving is nothing. Sometimes I make a thing of ramen, like, oh. like some nice ramen. And it's just like, oh, yeah, hey. 
this is two servings of ramen. It's like, yeah. but you make it all at once. What, I'm supposed to save half a thing of ramen for tomorrow? Get yeah. fucked, I'm eating all of this. Yeah, <laughs> right. Then why not sell one serving or tell you, like, this is actually two servings. Like, one one box of ramen or one chunk is actually two servings? Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Nobody does that. You know what? It's the gift and curse of buying from uh, in bulk from Costco is that they're like, yeah, you know, this should just last for a minute. And so oh you should, my like God. it's four families, but not the way I do it. But like, no wonder we're such fatsos. I mean, yeah. I had no <laughs> clue my whole life. Do you fucking, does anybody follow serving suggestion? I don't know. No. No, right? No, I just eat. Yeah, you just eat like a dog. Like, have you ever weighed... Like, because like a serving suggestion of chicken is like six ounces, but I've oh never my God. seen six ounces of chicken. It's nothing. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is an appetizer. I, <laughs> I think they do it to trick you into thinking whatever you're eating is healthier than it is. Like, uh, you see yeah. like, oh, it's only 200 calories, but actually it's like 800 yeah. calories. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. Because one serving is 200 calories, half the ramen, but the whole brick, bro. Yeah. Now that's a, that's a massive fucking meal. Right, and that's the thing that you have in your head is like, even if you go to the supermarket, like I've bought ribeye steaks. I'm like, oh, great, this will be a good dinner. But then at the end of it, you're like, I can't even finish. How is this? This is just one meal of meat. It's like, uh uh-uh, that's like three or four meals of meat, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so funny. Full Charge was over, Matt Fullstrom was over at our house, and um, his wife was like, yeah, he doesn't eat. I'm like, really? He's like, no. He's like, I feel like I don't have to eat as much as everyone thinks they do. And I'm like, I think you're right because – like I like like I had guests staying with me, right? And I was feeding them three meals a day and like three epic meals. Like I was cooking like fucking bacon and eggs and muffins and and then lunch is like tacos and queso and then dinner is like ribs. And um and I'm like, this is mad like I would eat one of these three meals and that's it for the day. But uh we were going hard, you know. That's wild, dude. You ever see those TikToks where they're like, what I eat in a day as a fat person, not on a diet? No. Oh, that's great. You follow fat people who don't give a shit. I follow those people. (laughs) It's always like, and I had a breakfast burrito with tater tots. And then for lunch, a rack of ribs. And then for dinner, you're like, this is amazing. Okay. uh, What do you have? We have a Pajitsky fight. Oh, let's do do. it. Which, what's yours? So... This is something I've been doing for like 30 years. I love it. Those are the best ones. Whenever I get into a car, (laughs) I just know that my head is just going to get cranked by the top of the door and my neck is going to get janked this way. Sure. You know what I learned? What? I can fucking lean forward. Wow. And then my head doesn't get hit by the car. Wow. (laughs) And like, I have (laughs) neck problems now. (laughs) Like, it's, this has been affecting my life. And like, Uh. I I figured this out three days ago and I'm like, holy shit, this is five times in a row. I haven't hit my head (laughs) getting into the car. I'm very confused by this. Same. (laughs) What do you mean? What are you confused about? I get it. (laughs) I totally understand what he's saying. I would do the same thing. Because, like, yeah, you open the door and then it's just like. You just go like this. I just got like a tall torso, you know? And so it's just, I can't, I'm just like, oh, yeah, let me just get in and then just. I think I do the same thing. I contort (laughs) my body to fix, to fit what's happening. Right, versus... to the point where I have an unsymmetrical kink <laughs> in the left side of my neck to try and like try and not hit my head on the way in, but it never works if I kink it this way. Lean forward. Do you guys get it now? Head. Do you get what he's saying? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a Pajitsky effect. I think that's just like not knowing how to figure things out. 
That's wow. a That's what it effect. is. That's the very <laughs> essence of it, Chad. I'm not trying to deny your position. I know it. I mean, getting in a car is a pretty basic thing to do. <laughs> not right? for us because we're retarded. I don't think you yeah, get it. Yeah, Chad, you ableist whole... piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, the whole segment is how we're inherently stupid. I guess you don't have any of those moments, smart Chad. You don't do, plenty. You, you've never done something your whole life, and you're like, oh my God, why am I doing it this way? Hmm. You will. Just yeah, start thinking I'm, I'm about sure it. I have quite a few. You're just not admitting how dumb you are. Part of the Pajitsky effect is to admit how stupid you are, and that's really tough. I mean, I try to, but you guys reinforce my smartness all the time. No, here. no, no, but smart smarts are you often the dumbest. That? You can change it. I have one that I discovered that I'm not ready to learn yet. Sure. I'm not, I'm not ready to learn this Pazitsky effect sure. yet. Sure. Go ahead. I found, I mean, you know, I've been, so I, I've been not tying my shoes for the <laughs> longest time because I just, you don't need to. The way that I lace them, you just lace them up and then you tie a knot under the tongue and then you just leave it and you kind of tuck that into your shoe. That's I brilliant. I haven't tied the, like the bow Buddy, tie. Buddy, can I you tell know? you something? Huh? That is fucking brilliant because there are shoes I won't put on. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't want to fucking die. Fucking Like, I am so lazy that I, I will wear the slip-ons just so I don't have to do that. Wait, so your shoes, you yeah. show us your technique. slip-ons? Uh, yeah. Bro, so. bro, <laughs> what the fuck? It's just like that. Bro. You just tie Here, Let me see, put it to the camera, so, yeah. So Shut the front door. You just tie a knot under underneath the tongue. See? That's you, brilliant. You, you lace them up all the way to that point and then you just tie it. That kind of gives me anxiety, though. Why? Why? What if you need to undo? Like, what if that becomes such a super tight knot and you could never undo that knot now? Ask your girlfriend. She got nails. She does have nails. That's true. And you can use scissors and just cut them. Scissors and get new laces. You wild (laughs) scissors. (laughs) Bad suggestions Uh, on uh, the people that don't know how to get into cars. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what's the problem with that? That seems like a flawless. Theory. Well, it's pretty cool until you wear shoes that kind of need to be tied. And I've discovered oh. that after not doing, after not tying my shoes for like sure. 10, 15 years, I don't know how to tie shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up forgot how to tie shoes. I believe And I was it. doing it and I'm like, you know, I could look this up. Yeah. But I'm just upset with myself. Sure. I, so I'm just, I'm not going to learn it. I'm just going to agree. Go you know, I'll type shoes. that into YouTube nope. how to tie so shoes. So agree with you. Because it's going to come with the rhyme that teaches kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaching my kids how to do it. If you want a tutorial, come over. <laughs> What's the rhyme? <laughs> loop, swoop, and I don't know. Loop de loop, loop de loop, and pull shoes looking cool. That's SpongeBob. I remember that. Oh, okay. There's left bunny ear, right bunny ear. And, yeah. And then they just kind of fuck in the middle and then you pull they them apart. They fuck in the middle. You're I mean, say that to your kids. Yeah. So any doesn't doesn't know how to tie his shoes and the dog doesn't know how to get in a car. <laughs> I don't know if I have any that. You do. Uh, I okay. swear to God, everyone has blind spots to what they're doing. And you just have to like start to be cognizant and you'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. But to to any point, I've avoided getting in cars because I I forgot how like how to hook up my phone to the system to hear my music. And I'm like, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to figure things out. I'm so fucking exhausted. So you drive in silence? No, I just won't take that car. You forget oh. <laughs> time. I'll take a, a car that I'm familiar with. You have to understand my husband has an, a mental disorder where we have cars, like two men, like cars. He does, he can't trade out the wife, so he buys a new car is what I tell him. Um, so we have so many cars. And like I, 
I, I'm a creature of habit. I like to make most of my life just unconsciously function. So if, if there's one thing that I have to focus on, it's like, God damn, I don't want to give my mental attention to anything that I don't have to because it's exhausting for me. I feel like I have a finite amount of my brain that can handle new experiences in a day. You know, I want it automated. So anyway, I totally get that. Yeah, I'll just go in a car I'm familiar with just so that I don't have to fucking listen to, to think about stuff. Okay. That is you're like, such an idiot. Because whenever I get a rental, like if I've ever oh, gotten a rental car. I hate it. And it's just like, hey, it's got Bluetooth capabilities. But I was like, that's, that's like three buttons. I got to figure out what order to push them in. Oh, I can't wait until we like improve this technology. Yeah, I just go to, I just hit FM and I hit track yeah. forward until I get music and it's yeah. like, I don't care what it is. And Siri sucks my dick. She's <laughs> never good. She never answers correctly. She's always misunderstanding me, putting my music on. Like just perfect this shit, Elon. Okay. Let's do some other ones. These are so much fun. And Chad, just think about it. Just like start to notice how you live in the world. I'll definitely uh, think about it and try to bring one to you. Just like, yeah, fall, fall, just start to be cognizant where you're like, oh my God, I don't have to do it like this. Cool. Yeah. It'll happen. Everybody's stupid. Hey, mommy. Yeah. So I just got from back from the grocery store and I had a Pajitsky effect. And yeah, you can add more ingredients to the bag salads that you can buy, like the pre-made bag salads. <laughs> that come with all the dressing and Oh, toppings. my God. And I just realized I can add to it. I don't just have to eat what they give me. Oh, so, my yeah, God. Learned that today. Today years old. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Dude, I just learned that with you. Bro, did you be honest? Did you fucking there's no I never conceived of that. I'll say <sighs> I've never bought bag salad because my sure. mom never let me do that. But that's with too ram, expensive. But with ramen. I recently like. <laughs> I was just like, wait, you could add eggs. You could put an egg in there if oh, you yeah. want. Egg slap. You can put Parmesan cheese. I know it's disgusting. You can fuck? put ketchup. You can put spaghetti sauce. I've made spaghetti with ramen noodles because I was too lazy to wait for the pasta to get ready when I was a latchkey kid. Too late. All right. <laughs> you can use those noodles for anything. Yeah, yeah. This is not a hack. Love <laughs> this is Parmesan shaky cheese. Don't like this. What do you mean you don't like this? This is awesome. I'm sharing cool stuff with the world. What was it? Wait, what was it like? Like, would you eat that today? And you'd be like, oh, this reminds like. This is yeah. Good. The problem is when you're a latchkey kid and you grow up eating disgusting foods, it it wires into you as pleasurable. So now, like, if I were to make ramen, which I don't eat very often, I would do it with an egg. Um, and then shaky cheese. Don't ask me why. The shaky cheese is the wild. Like I love shaky cheese. Egg I, egg I get. The egg is egg great. I get. Yeah. That does make. I don't know why I started it. doing that. I honestly think because we didn't have anything in the house. There's some green onions in there. <sighs> what is bit. that? You're fancy growing up. <laughs> green onions <laughs> just in the fridge, dude. I had like, I had like five ingredients to work with. I had like shaky cheese, ketchup, ramen noodle, egg, white bread, Wonder Bread, sugar, butter. Like, that's what the Latchkey Kid diet was. Just shit. Wow, you guys are depressing. Really? Okay, but did you know that you could add vegetables to a bagged salad? That that blew me away. I didn't even know you could get salad with the dressing in it. Like, I thought, like, you saw, like, a whole thing. I'm like, oh, that's, like, I'm oh. not allowed that. Like, I have to yeah. get 
the salad mix and the dressing and do it and then no, like it comes not add stuff something with it. shitty yeah but the idea that you could use that as the template and then just add your own like i i assume that those are the rules of the bag you know like you have to just eat what's in that bag you're not allowed that is so wild did you get that any Oh, you don't eat salad. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know. I don't know Chad, you eat salad. I do. I don't usually use the dressing that comes with it. Never. Not, not really. I usually I like have the my dressing. own dressing. So. But but did you add to the contents of the bag? It's Sometimes, yeah. It. yeah. I usually just use it as like lettuce for a salad. I don't necessarily listen to what it's trying to tell me to make. It's official. Wow. Chad is cat. Chad is cat. <laughs> Chad is cat. <laughs> Sorry, just, I don't have any dumb things. <laughs> just all of Chad is cap. Yeah, Chad is a totality. Straight up cap. Yeah, I think he's cap too. Yeah. What the fuck? Cap and Chad over here. Cap and Chad. Well, I, I agree. Think my Pajitsky effects are like bigger live things. Like, Go ahead. oh, I don't have to be an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't have to like. Yes. That's not it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but oh, those I don't are... have to do things that are outside of my best interest. Like I could yes. do things that are good for me. That's a massive but those are like big scale absolutely can i tell you that that was like the the initial of this idea came from being in my 20s and being a fucking loser and my life was spiraling i never forget i was a sophomore in college i was studying philosophy i had blue hair the guy i was dating was a crystal meth addict who dropped out of school, who lived across the street from me, who wouldn't call me for days. And then when I did see him, I would go to his place and he had rearranged all of his furniture. He was like a fucking loser. And I started doing drugs with him and hanging out. And I was like, what am I doing? My grades slipped. And then I took existentialism. And and it was the first time, it was, what is it, Jean, Jean-Paul Sartre. And he said, existence Essence does not precede existence. Essence does not precede existence. That's just fancy talk for you determine your identity, not your binary identity, not your sexual identity. That's whatever you wanted it to be. But this idea that you can use choice to deliberately change the course of your life, that you're not just this like amoeba floating around aimlessly, like a leaf blowing in the wind was tremendous. Like you can consciously create a life based on choices you make. That was like revelatory. And and since then I was like, oh, I'm a fucking loser. I got I to gotta turn this ship around, man. So I dumped the guy. I dyed my hair black. <laughs> and I, I went abroad for a year and straightened my shit out. You know, but uh, that that is a huge and that that's kind of the genesis of this thing. Like this is on a stupid, silly scale of like I can have more than one phone charger. But but yeah, the overarching theme of it is like on a daily basis of like, oh, um, my husband's not my father. I don't have to be angry at, him. <laughs> you know, like the unconscious stuff that you carry around. And And by the way, for those of you listening, whoever you marry for especially the young bloods in here, whoever you choose to marry, just know that like you're picking them because you will work out all your unconscious shit with them. It is fucking wild. And I wish someone had told me that, or maybe they did tell me that, but I wasn't ready to hear it. Cause when you choose somebody in your twenties or your early thirties or whatever it is, it's so unconscious. It's like, you cannot control. That's why they're like the heart wants what it wants, because you're when you're fucked up, 
you just choose some other fuck up like you to work out your stuff with. And that's the secret is working it out with them, not bailing or acting out and having affairs or doing drugs or doing every other destructive behavior and going like, well, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Stay, stay present, stay cognitive, stay in it. And you go like, oh, that's why, that's why these motherfuckers I see, I mean, blowing up relationships, having affairs or doing whatever destructive behavior. It's because they're, they're, they're not aware of what's hap- what's actually happening, which is your unconscious mind is throwing stuff at you from the past and you're projecting it onto your partner most likely right you got mommy issues or whatever you're gonna hate your wife for the same probably the same stuff that you hate your mommy for so it's a fucking game man so staying conscious and staying like stay woke as the kids say but not that way but staying like staying aware of oh and that another big thing i learned which changed my life completely was heidegger um, to be aware that we are not yet thinking. Oh, would you look up? I'm not sorry to nerd out on you guys, but listen, I've studied the most useless shit for four years. There are some things. Google, what is called thinking? What is called thinking? Martin Heidegger, who was a German philosopher, and, you know, he had some bad personal life decisions, which we won't go into, uh, but he was a phenomenologist. And What's really cool about those guys is that they were more about reality and the nature of reality and the nature of the world. And they weren't these guys that were like just brains in a jar, which Descartes was, the guys that that these men were responding, these white men were responding to. Um, So, yeah, it was all about existence and being in the world and how that's how you define yourself and define your life by being in the world, in it, not separating yourself. This is the stupidest quote, but this changed everything. The most thought-provoking thing in our thought-provoking time is that we are still not thinking. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) What a stupid quote. The most thought-provoking thing in our thought-provoking time is that we are still not thinking. So among many other things, which I'm sure I'm misquoting and getting incorrectly, it's the idea that there's levels of thinking. And when I read that, I was like, oh, so there's like, I think about taking a shit. I think about folding my clothes. I think about picking the kids up from school. But are you really thinking? Are you really thinking about things, about your life, about your own thoughts? And that is what separates you from the animals and from people who fucking fail at life is the ability to think about your own thoughts. Boom. And that's what these stupid things are. Pajitsky effects are in a smaller scale of like, oh, that's stupid. Why do I do that? But staying aware and staying conscious is like the key to everything. Um, Yeah. And the older I get, the more I like to think about stuff. I never get bored. I don't, I never get bored. I can just sit and think about stupid thoughts. But anyway, that's what I've learned uh, in 46, almost 47 years of life is to think about your own thoughts. And that way you'll You'll save yourself a lot of heartache by making mindless mistakes with people and, oh, in life. I have to piss. Let's take a break. All right. I took a, I just took a fucking great piss, which is another thing that Heidegger also said, is that after you think about stuff, you take a good deep shit. Now, that's why people hate philosophy, because it's so stuffy. And it's like, I really wish these smart old white guys would have just explained stuff and like normal speak, because it's like, it's all stuff that you need to know, I feel like, but. People are just like, 
It's its own language. So before we get into some very important follow-ups, Annie, you said you have a Pajitsky effect. Go ahead. Yeah, I, this weekend I was uh, putting together something from like Ikea <laughs> or whatever. And yeah. when you know, whenever you get those packages, they come with like all the tools and screws and all that yeah. with the instructions. And they always include this fucking piece <laughs> of shit, you know, hex key uh, or Allen wrench or, or Allen screwdriver wrench. or whatever. And I've been suffering for the past like 20 years <laughs> with that piece of shit fucking. Yeah, it's the worst. I have so many tools at I know. home. So many tools. And but I just this weekend realized like, oh my, I could use, <laughs> not only can I use a regular fucking screwdriver, I can use a drill, dog, and oh! get this done in 10 fucking minutes. Oh my so gosh. So stupid, dude. Yeah. So stupid. But you it's figure, upsetting. but it's also because you give, you give those Ikea instructions authority because you're like, well, that that must be how I do it because there are the people that but you're like, no, you don't you're not beholden to their stupid ways of thinking. And and I, I God imagine, damn it, the I, Swedes. Right. <laughs> fucking Swedish cunts with their delicious meatballs and their stupid Allen wrench, everything. I imagine the reason why I did it too is I imagine in the beginning I did not have one. So I just got used to that. They're like, well, we, we use the one that's in the package. I, I remember it actually being a convenience where I'm like, oh, sure. thank God they yeah. included a screwdriver in this one. I don't have to go look for whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't, bro, I don't need to do that anymore. I have fucking tools, complete bro. toolkit. Yeah, there's no need. Yo, you could use so a stupid. drill. You can I use feel a like fucking drill. The man. drill is like the ultimate game changer in all that, too. Like, that's fuck a screwdriver. Like, why are we even fucking with screwdrivers no more? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, why would I? No, no, you're right. Well, that is kind of a deep thought. Chad, did you know that you could not necessarily use the tools given to you from Ikea? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. Must be nice. Such cap. <laughs> Even when you were 20, like you, you were in college and poor shit. And I wasn't have buying it. Ikea furniture at 20. I was, I was finding free shit on the street or going to Goodwill. Okay, yeah. Me too, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't afford an Ikea thing until I was like 26. And I remember being like, this is so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> the first time I bought something at Ikea was when I moved here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the lock table, L-A-K, lack or whatever. I thought it was just oh. like. The perfect square one? The perfect square. Yeah. And it really is the perfect square. Everyone, yeah, that's like we used to. God, that's a good one. I used to work at offices where you would use that as a standing desk. You'd just put that oh. on top of your normal desk, and then you could just be on your laptop while standing. Oh, that's amazing. That was the first standing yeah, desk. Yeah, they had some dope <laughs> shit. Like the problem with Ikea is like it, it sucks putting together your own furniture, but can't you pay those motherfuckers to do it for you? Like can't you be like, you I'm opting out someone. of this? Yeah, someone. Yeah. That's so when I moved here, I ordered a whole bunch of like, because it was cheaper for me to just buy new stuff than to ship my old of stuff. Of course, yeah. So I bought new stuff. I'm like, I'm going to have one day and I'm going to put everything together. And then oh, I saw one no. thing had 250 pieces. Here's a Pajitsky effect. You, you hire someone. <laughs> oh, my God. Give them a day rate of like, I don't know, 100, 150 oh my God. Yeah. bucks. And they assemble all the shit because yeah. they do that for a living. They do. There's like Holy service. Shit. It's on Yelp. Like Yelp it. It'll be like helpers or helping yeah. hands or whatever. You catch up fuck. on your HBO, your Netflix, whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Yo, can I tell you something? Ever since I'm like, I'm I'm like creeping towards death slowly because I'm old as shit. Like you go like, I don't have time. I don't have time for so many fucking things. I would just, if I can throw money at it, I do. Like, and those are the, that's money so, so well spent. Same. Damn. I don't, I don't want to buy handbags. I don't want to buy, sh I want to, I want to buy convenience <laughs> and time. I want to buy yeah. time. My time is valuable time. and I prefer to do nothing. With a, th a thousand percent. 
Well, must be nice. (laughs) Must be nice. (laughs) Hey, dues paid, motherfucker. Dues paid. I've worked for 20 years to get to the point where I can pay a motherfucker to put together my table. So I gladly take that, that point of personal privilege. I've earned it. And that's another thing, too. When you get older, you're like, I've earned it. I've earned it. I've earned. I've, I've paid the dues, dude. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. Okay. Um, but did you ever have the Ikea meatballs? Fucking delicious, though. Honestly, I've always kind of stayed away from it. What? Because I'm like, I'm buying furniture from here. I'm good on meatballs, you, dog. Yeah, I, and I agree with you. I'm, but I had, a, I had a Swedish friend who was like, yo, you got to try these meatballs. These are better than what I get in the old country. And we dined at Ikea one time in L.A., just to dine. So fucking good. Just to dine. The buffet, the restaurant in Ikea slaps. They serve other stuff. Bro, go ahead and fucking Google it. With the lingonberries? Oh, get your life. Should I want it right now? I could eat Ikea lunch. Yeah, it slaps. It's good. Any. Am I wrong? I, Have you I'm eaten there? A, I'm not a fan. Yeah. The, I can't, the I can't desserts? Oh, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> Swedish apple cake, shrimp sandwich. Not the shrimp sandwich. Um, look at the meat. Salmon lasagna. Hold on. Look at the meatball dish with the potatoes and the gravy. It's a whole fucking dish. No, that's all you're going to get is the, the lingonberry. Berry. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. That slaps. That's good. Fuck this. No, it's that's good. pretty good. Mm-mm. See? Swedish meatballs are good. Thank you, Chad. Mm. You put that jizz, the jizz on it, that Did you gravy just have jizz? it for the first time when you moved here two years ago? No, I'm part Swedish, so I've had it See? several times. Oh. Wait, so you went to Ikea just for the meatballs before you bought any furniture from it? No, but uh, you probably... No, I, I, no, I've never done that, but they are good. Oh, you just like Swedish meatballs? Like, yeah. The, the Ikea ones specifically are so the Ikea good. They're good there. Yeah. Guys, come on. Why don't you be a little fucking culturally open? It's, listen, do yourself a favor if you're in Ikea and go down and eat those, but only get the meatballs with the jizz gravy and the lingonberry and the sides. Don't the don't fuck with the, the, the shrimp sandwiches. That's disgusting. No. Every place has one good thing. Just like every comedian has a good five minutes. Okay. Uh, Follow up. Here we go. This one says immigrant dirt bag. So while I'm not an immigrant, my grandparents were. So I got an amazing, oh God, I'm a puke. Education in some dirt bag stuff. Probably the worst offender is one that I didn't realize was terrible until I mentioned it in a group of talking, of people talking once. My family shared bath water. No. Yo. Yo. No. And we're not even like in a third world country. This is, wait, what? Now hold on. Let's see what she says. From eldest to youngest, everyone bathed in the same tub with the same water, which you could top off to make it warm again because they were on a well. They also only flushed if there was brown. If you flushed after making yellow, it was not going to go well for you. Thanks. How much money are we saving here? Well, okay. I mean, okay, and go, P.S. I've exclusively used Aquafresh my entire life. Thank you. Extreme clean for the mother fudging win. I agree. I, I'm still a fan of the Aquafresh, but I mean, how poor are you? Like, I feel like even my parents, like, they wouldn't run the AC, they wouldn't right. run the heat. I get that. But yep. Water, bro? Or did you do the thing where it's like, look, we're going to run the AC for. On cold yeah. for an hour, yeah. and then we're going to make that last of the day. And that's it. And at night, forget it. You're sweating all night long. My parents, or heater, no heater all night long. 
For here, Freezing. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll blast it to fucking 95 an hour before we go to sleep, and then it's like, well, hope this lasts till 7 a.m. God. And if you open one motherfucking window, oh, holy shit. You're going to get a talking to. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a wrap for you. That's so true. It's so, it's so interesting because, like, even when Tom and I, when we lived together in the Rampart Division at our poorest, we got married— um, I would try doing that immigrant shit to him. I'd be like, right, well, I guess it's, you know, lights out. Let's turn off the AC. And he was like, wait, what? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, doesn't everybody just turn off the AC and the heating at night? He's like, Christina, no, you can just run it all day. I'm like, but that's going to cost a fortune. And it wasn't crazy. It's not that fucking crazy. When I moved, it's not. When I moved out on my own, I had that same mentality because my mom really, I didn't even know medicine worked until I was like 19. <laughs> I thought it was just like, medicine. the doctor will just tell you to take Tylenol. I tell you to take Tylenol. <laughs> like that type thing. of shit. Yeah. And then when I went to like my apartment, like my first apartment living on my own, I was just like, oh, I'm about to go to sleep. I really got to crank this down to like 60 <laughs> so that it lasts for the night. And I was like, wait, if I just pump this up to like 70... Let it cool. Let's see if, if my electricity bill comes to like $5,000. <laughs> Christina, it didn't. No. It didn't. It, it didn't. stayed to a normal, a normal place. Like, like, yes, it will cost more. I'm not saying it won't. Right. But literally, I mean, back in the Rampart, we were paying like $150 for power. For like every, every like two three months. months. Right, yeah. Exactly. And you're like, that's not, that what? This whole, my whole life, my dad was trying to save fucking $70 versus like the comfort it's just it, it's incomparable it's just it's it's incom- yeah incomprehensible well, yeah all, all of those are maddening when you figure it out too. yeah the math maddening you're you're like, like, what? You, you guys- get that bill you're like wait a minute there was like a time where I forgot <laughs> that I left it on for a while and I was like dreading the bill I'm like god yeah. damn it's gonna be way too much and it was like $30 more I'm like what that's wait it? a minute what yeah that's but, what yeah. we were saying that's what we're but <laughs> maybe in LA or something in like the 80s and 90s was there like a power gouge or Never. something Hell no. Never. yeah okay so then my mom would we'd get fucking chewed I was like yeah. oh you leave a room you leave the lights on huh? oh my god the Must lights nice. Christina the fucking lights my lights never turn off in my apartment <laughs> You know why? Because I want people to think I'm there. It keeps the thieves away. <laughs> and that one, I guess, is a little different because now we got LED and it's like sure. way more efficient, I guess. But I mean, what you saving with light bulbs? $8? Lights. Yeah, it ain't shit. I think Zits. There was a point in my life where that $30 was a big deal yes. to have saved. Yes. So, yeah, but, I but, get that. But Tom and I, I agree with you, like at our poorest, I, I, I reiterate, like we would forego eating out. But once that's one dinner. And now you can stay in a cool apartment in the middle of summer in Los Angeles in downtown L.A. Like, oh, my God, I would gladly. You know, you always have a finite amount of resources, but you decide where to allocate them. It's like, dude, put it towards. But I know you're saying, Chad, it is it is like, oh, my God, I don't even have twenty dollars in my bank account right now. (laughs) Digging for quarters in the couch. Yeah, dude. Listen, I would go to Coinstar all the motherfucking time. I did everything, but. Or, but I will say that water can be very expensive. Like we had a leak in something in our house and it was a few thousand. We're like, what the fuck, dude? There's a, oh, there's a leak on your property. Like you couldn't have fucking notified like you guys. So water can be. And I mean, and then like if you ever had a college experience and you're oh living with God. students for the first time, Stop. like you really worst. start getting into, you find out all the cheap tricks that everyone else grew up with. Like, oh. 
Like it's it's shit where it's just like, hey, you know, if you go to Costco and get an Xbox, you yeah. can play that unlimited for three months and return it, no question. <laughs> so every three months, yeah. one of us would return an Xbox, and then the next person would get Brilliant. it and then return it three months later. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. I forget too. I think we had one where we, uh, for the phone company, we claimed financial hardship. You can do that when you're a student too. You're like, I'm so poor. And they give you like a poor person's phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. There was, there was a genuine civil war in the, <laughs> in the apartment that I lived in. Cause like half of the people were like, I don't want to pay for cable. It's like, Oh my God. But how are we going to watch just Judy and prices? Right? <laughs> like, what are you, you're going to take that away. That's not online. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't just, well, I have to go somewhere else to watch it. Oh yeah. We did the same. It was a, so instead they didn't want to buy a cable. So I said, great, I'll just do it in my room. Fuckers. And I did. But then it's just and like, I was like great. But then it's just like, wait. So now I have the burden of a hundred and like eighty dollar bill for like some cable that you. Well, don't you find the other non cheap motherfucker in the house, and the two of you split that. But I agree, it wasn't even worth it. I didn't have time really to even watch right. the cable. It was like a fight. You're just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this fight. I guess I'm just going to be on my laptop and look at the internet. I guess. Or the worst, because my na- my roommates were too cheap to get cable too. So then they would all fucking go in the kitchen and watch Friends every Thursday and just laugh their tits off. I'm like, I don't even... Back then, I was like, this ain't great, guys. I don't know. I know this is the big show. I can't. They're like, can just you, Chandler? <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, but but sharing... She does say that they live on a well, which I'm not sure how... Maybe there's a like such little amount of water that that's why they shared it, but... I don't the, know. The the fact that, and, and she said like she'll get in trouble if she flushes pee. Is that what yeah, she said? Yeah, like, because it's that's... a well. They live on a well. I guess that has something to do with it. Well, I mean, that just <sighs> doesn't sound, I... that sounds bad for you, dog. Right. It's like, doesn't it start smelling like piss? You put two or three pisses on top it of does. those. It starts smelling like piss. It does, because my little boys, pool. my little boys don't flush all the time. And they just fill their toilet with piss. And I'm like, woo, you walk in there and it is like. Yeah. Pungent. There's nothing like a wave of piss hitting you in the <laughs> face when you walk in. So you're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's um, let's do some voicemail follow ups. <laughs> hey, mommy jeans. This is Megan from Oregon. Oregon. Um, I was listening to episode 194 <laughs> where you talk about having certain jobs where you kind of have to have the mentality to deal with crazy ass shit. Yes. And I never thought of that, like about the surgeon and where you'd want a surgeon that wants, you know, to be a little crazy to take care of you. I work for the department of justice and I could see all the crazy assholes that do horrendous shit all the time. And my husband thinks it's so absurd that I can sit there and eat my lunch while looking at horrible, horrible crimes and pictures. But I just, like, have the mind to do it. So I guess I'm a little crazy. I don't know. It just made me think about it. Thanks, Mommy. No, you're absolutely right. So there's something in your mind that can not process horrors. Um, well, you look at their people have to do everything, right? Like, there needs to be somebody that works at the morgue. There needs to be somebody who fucking puts formaldehyde in dead people's veins and then puts makeup on them and puts them out in a coffin. Like, yeah, we need grave diggers. We need people that can handle murder. We need people that can talk about shitting and stuff that we do on your mom's house. There's all kinds. The secret to happiness is just finding your lane and not letting your your family of origin destroy your dreams um, because they'll ruin that for you. Try to 
try to make you some. Can we play this video? I just really quickly, I just wanted to do it as a sorbet. Cat says he's the word, the top one of the first the new video. Yeah. I just love this video. I watched this so many times last week, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. It says, look, I'm gay. Look at me. Look, I'm gay. <laughs> oh, man, I love when cats talk. There you go. Oh, will you bring up the painter's tape mom hack? This one was pretty ingenious that I found online, too. And I don't know why I never thought of it. This is a fucking brilliant mom hack. You will not see me traveling with kids and not packing painter's tape. This is the miracle travel with kids item. Let me show you why. First, painter's tape plus black trash bags, reusable cheap blackout curtains. We've used the same trash bags for years. Baby and plugs, painter's tape. Nice. Sharp corners your toddler can't see. Painter's tape. Ostrich luggage tag, painter's tape. Need to label something? Painter's tape. Quick fix on a toy? Painter's tape. And painter's tape is the ultimate toy. You've got a baby on a plane, you stick the tape on, they take it off. They, you stick the tape on, they take it off. Play toy rescue on the plane? Painter's tape. You can have your kid try to peel it off with these fingers. And then try to peel it off with just these fingers. Lots of sorting toys. Road for the cars? Painter's tape. You can also do the same thing, but make it like an obstacle course where they have to like type rope walk it across the room. Rental house cabinets not baby-proofed? Painter's tape. Lint roller? <sighs> painter's tape. It doesn't leave residue. It doesn't tear up the walls. It is everything. All hail the painter's tape. I know no fucking idea. But she's right about, I do like the baby-proofing. That is stellar. If you're traveling somewhere in a hotel or whatever, like, painter's tape would be really good for those drawers, man. That's fucking lethal. Painter's tape, homie. I kind of like that. I know. You could tape shut the toilet, too, in a hotel so that you, the kid can't get into that and splash around. Yeah, and then, like, tape their hands together in their mouth. That would be great until they're five and yeah. they become human people. Let's do one more uh, follow-up. Hey, Mommy. Um, this is Jennifer from southern Alberta, Canada. Okay. I just thought of a badge dryer because I was driving and I saw this fucking dork riding one of those, like, motorized um, scooters. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like a something that a child would drive, like, you know, like a scooter. And it was motorized. And he yeah. was just, like, driving it Ugh. with two feet side by side. Like, he was a little... You know, four-year-old, like, look, mom, look at the tricks I can do. And he was, like, a big dude with, like, like he looked like a tough dude. Like, if I saw him not on the scooter, I'd be like, oh, that's a nice-looking guy, and he looks kind of tough. And then I look down, and he's, like, riding a little scooter. Like, a unbelievable Ugh. total badge dryer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's mine for the day. That Don't. was horrible. That is horrible. I cannot even believe I saw that. And I saw it on my way to jiu-jitsu. Oh. So I'm going to train to be a freaking badass yeah and this like loser is on a scooter like past me on the street okay cool guy bye girl i feel that so hard like every time i see one of these fucking nerds on um those bird scooters we have in austin will you google it so people can 
know what they're called? Birds? Yeah, bird yeah. scooters, lime scooters, so fucking, fucking everyone's got one. It's gay. It's not. It's, it's gay a, and it's. So every dude in the city is lame as yeah. fuck? What? It looks the, like you may as well be butt fucking a dude. Hey, yo. Hey, if everywhere you go is shitty, maybe take a look under your shoe, sweetheart. That's all I'm going to say. This really touched a nerve with the booth boys. I don't like the scooters. Yeah, they're fucking gay. Thank you, Chad. Can you oh, Google it? Google it that. so people can see. No, no, no. I want my viewers to see how unmasculine they do. They look like what well, my four-year-old wants me to buy him, the, those Razor scooters, but they're motorized. It's like grown men on Razor scooters. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, this is the gayest shit. Look how gay and emasculating that is. It's what? not. No, look at those homos. Look, go, go up. Oh my! Look at the guy on there. Go ahead. All right. I mean, he Google? is kind of lame, but yeah, that ain't fair. Lame. The nigga's wearing a helmet. Yeah, Come we don't on. wear helmets when we do it, Christine, because we're hardcore. Wow. <laughs> the is not speaking for us, but listen, this man's wearing a helmet. It ain't the same. The helmet is the gayest. No, you know what I'll say? I'll say the ones that buy Helmet. their own and the use dork. that to get to place to place. Oh my that's god, lame as shit. that's lame! Look, if you're but drunk, if you have an app and you use the thing to like get like it's easier than Uber because then you have to wait like five, ten minutes to get to the next part. You can just fucking get on a you know. Look, if you're drunk and you pick one of these up random, fine. But I'm talking like a man that like gets to his job. You're like, I'm I'm gonna throw up if I have to watch you do this. Oh, oh no! If oh you're, yeah, if you're the, commuting in this. this you that's what I'm saying. That's so lame. Yeah, no, you're drunk and it's it's silly. You got a cigarette in your hand. Like that's different. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Now, one thing that will dry my pussy like nothing else is those standing segways. When I see a man on a standing segway, I I can't run away. That I just think it's so unmasculine. The standing one that the police, yeah, like this one. When you've seen co- like fat cops on them, oh my god! Yeah, that those are always lame as fuck. So lame. <laughs> That's why they let cops drive them. Yeah, they're lame, and like the cops on them are so fat. You're like, bro, you need to walk, homie. You need that exercise. Get off of it and walk. What? They're not going to catch them on their Lamborghinis. They got to oh, get on true. that segue. And Lamborghinis. You did not just say that. Did you just come up with that? that was no, 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 no. That's uh, well. It's either that or the Chevrolets, depending what type. Of oh my god, those are great. My five-year-olds are gonna love those <laughs> jokes. You know what? I just taught my my seven-year-old. It was he's learning the planets that you go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I'm like he's gonna say that at school. I'll be getting an email shortly. I'm sure. You go to Mars to get more candy bars. But I didn't tell him the gender stuff. It's like boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Girls go to Mars to get more candy bars. I didn't teach him that stuff because God forbid that there's a difference between boys and girls. What would be the non-binary planet? Oh, my God. Well, Probably Pluto. Pluto, because right? it yeah. doesn't exist as a planet. <laughs> it's, it used to be a planet, but it's, it's transitioned into a non-planet. That is one of the best fucking answers to that question <laughs> I think possible. <laughs> it's a planet. It's not a planet. Fucking figure it You're out. You're non-binary. Dude. Pluto's non-binary. Teach your kids. Pluto is non-binary. Boom. You're welcome. All right. Listen, we got to head out. We up out of here. <laughs> Hey, don't forget, take your overs. Be safe. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Woo! 213-375-5184. Play girls and play boys. All right, I love you. I'm non-binary, and I'll see you next time. Bye, mommy. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting thongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at, honey.
Christina P.